And so if some of you have already celebrated the Epiphany on Sunday, well, we get to do it again. Part of the reason, and this is, well, it's essential to a nation's spirituality, is repetition. Repetition, repetition, repetition. And if you do the month-long spiritual exercises, which I'm going to do in the summer, most of that month is repetition. And so when we've done the four days or the three days, you kind of get the best of, but the way you fill the rest of those weeks are actually repetitions of some of those meditations that we do in our four-day spiritual exercises or our three-day spiritual exercises. And so, for example, when we do the Nativity, St. Ignatius will tell you, on day two and three of that week, do the Nativity over again. And that repetition is essential to Ignatian spirituality, but it's also ingrained in our own spirituality, our greater Catholic spirituality, because repetition is part of it. We repeat essentially the same prayers at Mass. There's some variation, but well, the Liturgy of the Eucharist is essentially the same every time. There is a repetition of the feast for the most important of them all. Easter and Christmas get an octave. You celebrate the Christmas Mass every day for eight days. You celebrate the Easter Mass every day for eight days. There's a necessary repetition that is baked into our, not only our spirituality, but perhaps into our own way of being, our own intellect. Well, we don't understand complex things on the first read or the first try. We have to practice until we understand what we're doing, until we know and we master it. The same thing comes with the mysteries of our faith. Just as in one day we will not understand and grasp or even do homage to the mystery of the resurrection, to the mystery of the incarnation, the church gives us eight days to do it, so too does it realize that that mystery of the incarnation and the impact, you're not going to get it just on the 25th, and that's it. I understand everything, and I go on with life again as if nothing had to happen. No. We had 12 days of Christmas. 12 days of Christmas which are capped with the epiphany. 12 is this very specific number. It's a very significant number. Where did we hear 12 before? The 12 tribes of Israel. And what do 12 tribes of Israel represent? Universality. 12 is a number of universality in the Bible. And when you hear 12 and 12, it's talking about everyone. And so, just as there are 12 tribes of Israel, each of these days of Christmas that leads to the Epiphany, it is as that revelation made its way known throughout the world. The mystery of Christmas was not comprehended by the world on the 25th. It was not comprehended by everyone who was there even. The shepherds saw a baby, heard a baby crying. The animals gathered around, and they probably didn't know what was going on either. Maybe Mary and Joseph had to contemplate for days to understand what exactly has happened. I think the same thing will happen to any parent here who contemplates their newborn child and what exactly has happened, what implications it has for life. You don't get it all in one shot on the day of birth. It takes maybe a lifetime to understand. And so just as those 12 tribes represent all of Israel, 12 days of Christmas represent the time needed 
to comprehend, the time needed for the message to go out and make its way, for the memo to reach every tribe, every nation. And when it finally does, well, the three kings or the three magi, the wise men who come from the east who are not part of the tribes of Israel, arrive. The message got to them too. The Epiphany is a feast of universality, universality of the revelation of God, not just for the privileged 12 tribes, but for all. And those three kings represent the rest of us. Yeah, the world didn't get it in one day. The world didn't understand it in just a couple of hours. It took days. It took years. It takes maybe a lifetime. We ourselves don't get it in just one day, once a year. It takes a while for things to sit again. And that's why I lament that, for convenience sake, they move, we move Epiphany to the Sunday. Yes, understanding that way it makes it a little bit easier for the faithful to attend and celebrate the Epiphany, but in reality what has happened, the Epiphany is just another Sunday. And if the majority of Catholics don't even go to that Sunday, then that means the majority of Catholics are not even celebrating the Epiphany either. Why are we in such a rush then? to get Christmas over with. One thing they were recommending, and in, 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 I was reading in England, they were saying to leave Christmas decorations on all the way to February. Why? Because last year was so terrible, and the year before, with all the restrictions and lockdowns, again, at least the festive decorations of Christmas helped cheer people up, and leave it until February even. Well, yeah, this is a festive occasion. I kind of lament when I see on the 26th Christmas trees being thrown out. Christmas is not over yet. You still have more time to celebrate. Why would, be in a why would we be in a rush to end the celebration? And even just as the epiphany itself is the capping of Christmas, is kind of the, the apex of Christmas, actually, well, it also has a time of reflection afterwards. And when you look at the readings and the cycle of readings that go on after the Epiphany, they only make sense in light of the Epiphany. Before it used to be called the time after the Epiphany, until you hit Lent. Because we're all looking back at the last major event, which was that Epiphany. Believe it or not, historically the Epiphany is older than Christmas. The celebration of the Epiphany is actually accounted much earlier than we hear about the celebration of the 25th of December. We already hear in the, old, in, the, in the early church historians and even chronicles, and including art, which we'll see after Mass and, and during, uh, during the Circulo, we'll see that it was actually the Epiphany that was celebrated earliest in the tradition of the church. Yes, Christmas was there, the 25th was there, but the Epiphany was the climax of these celebrations. Sad that we kind of sweep it into the most convenient slot and forget about it today. So in our own way here, we try to celebrate this epiphany, try to bring it back to its luster, to bring it back to shine, because that's exactly what it means. Epiphanos, or epi, around in Greek, phanane, light, shining. It's a shining around, a light that shines. And like any light that shines, like the star that the Magi followed, it attracts and so let us let the light of Christ shine tonight so that we may call more men to his holy name. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.